Welcome to another episode of Training and Assessment Professional Development. I'm your host, Donna Moulds, and today we're going to talk about currency and why currency is important. So we're going to cover topics that are what is currency, why is it important, how to stay current, and what happens if you don't stay current. And I'll use some examples around training and assessment, the TAE 40116, and also business qualifications. I'll use those as examples, but everything I'm talking about is really across the board. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, what career, what you're teaching, you really do have to stay current. And if you look at the standards for um RTOs 2015 currency is part of what you are required to do as a trainer and assessor. And of course, whatever organization you work for, they should have strategies in place where people can ensure currency and um, there can be professional development that you attend throughout the year. There can be organizations that you are subscribed to where you attend could be webinars, uh, conferences, now that we can get back to conferences. So what we're going to look at is why is currency important? What is currency? Why is it important to your career and why is it important to the organisation that you work for? How to stay current and what happens if you don't keep up your currency? So uh, let's get into this. So why is currency important? Well, if you look at the changes that happen within training packages, um, you can easily um, lose your currency because you're not staying abreast of changes to units of competency, changes to packaging rules, changes to how assessments need to take place, changes to um, what makes someone current. Now, if you look at the example under training and assessment, uh, TAE 40116, you'll remember that um, a few years ago, they changed over to ensure that everyone had language, literacy, numeracy, and also a particular assessment unit. So everybody had to upgrade their particular qualification and ensure that they had TAE AWS 502 or 502B was is still valid and uh, TAE LLN 411, which was 401A and 401B. And so those two units of competency became mandatory or a requirement for you to upgrade um, to ensure that you complied with the requirements for trainers and assessors. So that's part of the reason you want to ensure that you keep your currency because if you actually don't have those two units of competency, then you shouldn't be training and assessing. Um, And if you want to look up the actual details of this, you can find that on um, ASQA's website and just look for the trainer and assessor requirements um, and also within the standards 
uh, for RTOs 2015, you'll find that information as well. So what is currency? You know, um, if you think about someone who works in a particular industry, you want to ensure that they have currency in that industry. So someone can't just have a kitchen qualification, a chef qualification, for example, and have not done anything in the way of work uh, experience, uh, paid employment uh, as a a chef. And so you have to have experience in that industry. And there's many ways that you can get that experience. Um, And, of course, someone who is upgrading their qualification uh, may have to demonstrate under training and assessment that they have been delivering training and assessment for uh, the past two years, for example. They are just examples, but any organisation, any training organisation that you go to to uh, upgrade, they will tell you what the requirements are for that particular upgrade. And so it's really important, one, for yourself because you want to make sure that you are up to date and um, keeping abreast of any changes in units of competency within training packages or qualifications that you're actually delivering. And so a, a way that you can do that is ensuring that whatever qualification you deliver, you subscribe to Uh, training.gov to that particular qualification or if there's just units of competency that you deliver. Um, You don't have to subscribe to the whole training package unless, of course, you're delivering a whole training package. Um, Highly unlikely, especially in respect to business because there are a lot of qualifications at at various levels such as Cert 1 all the way through to diplomas and so forth. So that's one way. And also attending professional development workshops where you stay current in any industry changes. Now, licenses can change. You know, for example, safe work have requirements, but there could be your unit of competency such as the white card. But in New South Wales, for example, you have to be registered with safe work. So for you to stay current, It's important that you understand if you're working in work health and safety, stay abreast of that by subscribing to New South Wales Safe Work or Safe Work Australia um, to keep ahead of, you know, what changes to legislation is coming and in the future. So just think about what industries you're in and who you should be Um, subscribing to, associated with and participating in in workshops with. And that's one way in which you can stay current. And and look, I'm not going to go into every single detail of how you can stay current, but if you can imagine staying current with qualification changes, staying current with industry changes, licensing changes, uh, you've got to be across that. That's your responsibility as a trainer and assessor. So ensuring that you do that – And now it's so much easier when you subscribe because you'll get notifications in your inbox to say, here's what's coming up. Um, If anyone's uh, subscribed to various training and assessment industry bodies, you'll see that they're wanting to bring in some more changes to the training and assessment qual TAE 40116. And so people are already advertising where you can upgrade and and other things that you can do to stay current. Now, what happens if you don't stay current? Well, if you don't keep your currency up, you may find yourself 
are not able to deliver qualifications, units of competency um, or certain licences, you may not be able to deliver those. Now, a good example of that is if someone has not kept their first aid current or their CPR current, um, they shouldn't be delivering it because they need to be up to date with things like that all the time. Uh, white card, if you uh, if your license with uh, WorkSafe has expired, then it's not current, right? You you've let it expire. Um, another thing too is if you work with vulnerable people, and if we look at um, in New South Wales, working with children in the ACT, uh, it's working with vulnerable people. If that expires, um, should you be delivering training in the environment that you are? If you're working with vulnerable people. And um, or if you're working with children. So, you know, there are other things. So it can have a huge impact on your career. It can have an impact on your ability to um, earn an income and also um, be eligible to deliver particular things. So there can be a huge impact on you. So take a look at your resume and your um, qualification matrix. Everyone would have their own matrix of what you can deliver, what you're qualified to deliver, um, your currency within the units of competency and see where throughout the year you can have a bit of a plan over 12 months of what you would need to do to ensure that you are current. Um, If you find any gaps, obviously you can address those and um, fix whatever it is, whether that be a license has run out or you need to attend a workshop or you need to do a unit of competency because it's not equivalent to the previous unit of competency. So the more you stay across this, the more current you're going to be, and that makes you a more valuable trainer in the marketplace. So also you want to make sure that um, whilst you're updating everything, when you if you work for multiple RTOs, you can ensure that you Um, disseminate that information across all of the organizations that you work with and they know that you keep everything up to date so they're likely to uh, contact you more frequently than someone who doesn't keep their skills up to date and um, we always want to make sure that we're at the forefront of our training uh, game and make sure that we are able to deliver a quality service so again this is a lot of the reasons why currency is important, it's a, a multifaceted approach of, of how you keep yourself current. So um, take a look at your resume, take a look at all your trainer matrix and see how um, see how they match up and, and whether or not you've got some work to do. But plan it out over the year and it won't be such a big thing to do. When you have to go back and do a, a full qualification, that's what makes it really hard and and um, it becomes a lot of work. So I hope you've enjoyed this um, very short podcast, but, you know, December is a really good time for planning. So um, good luck with it all. Cheers. Till next time.